Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Many towns and cities around the country are moving to pedestrianise their centres, but not everyone is supportive of this. A survey among businesses on Capel Street in Dublin found that a majority felt banning traffic had negatively affected their trade. Doc Housemans of Dublin City Comics and Capel Street joins us now. Afternoon, Doc. How are you doing, Chum? Uh, so, uh, Capel Street's been pedestrianised since May. How, how has that affected your business? Um, well, it's been pedestrianised before that as well. There was a trial through the, the likes of COVID, which worked out really well. Um, so, for the most part, it, it wasn't a bad thing until they made the whole street, like, every day of the week pedestrianised. That's, that's when there's been an issue. And why, why so? Because um, it's affected all the businesses getting in deliveries. It's affected a lot of businesses massively. Um, there's a hearing aid shop on Cable Street down towards the top end. And they had a lot of patients who came in. They weren't mobile patients, so they had to be driven in. And they could pull up outside of the hearing aid shop and actually be seen to them. And they haven't been seen to them. Mm-hmm. And, and so there must be some uh, part of the day when deliveries can take place. Yeah, yeah, up till 11 o'clock in the morning. However... And there's stores like there's a couple of upholstery shops. There's actually one that is in such a bad state now. They're actually closing up at the end of the year because they can't get any deliveries to collect any of the furniture during the day. And any of the deliveries that are coming, they're charging an extra 25% purely off the basis that they're on Capel Street. Right. Just not because they're on that, that address is costing them more. Literally just because they're on Capel Street. Some of the small businesses I've talked to, like the coffee shops, they can't get food deliveries during the day. People will not deliver to Cable Street because of the congestion and the issues actually getting deliveries in. Right, okay. So so would you like to see the ban lifted altogether then? Um, well, we were talking to the, all the businesses in the area and they were like, they were all in favour of the initial trial. So in the evenings and Saturday, Sunday, everyone was, was almost unanimous. People were happy with that. It's just the carte blanche approach of Monday to Friday as well because... There's nobody on Capel Street Monday to Friday. It's not really a tourist area. There's no reason to come down on it. Like, there's, there's not much happening. Like, there's lots of food places, don't get me wrong, but unless you're actually going shopping, looking for things, Monday to Friday, there's no real trade. Right. But there wouldn't be much parking on Capel Street anyway. There was, actually, believe it or not. Outside most of the shops, there was like one or two spots where people could literally just drop in and drive off. Like, one of the other upholstery shops, they used to sell beanbags. Giant big beanbags. How is someone supposed to get one of them on a bus? Yeah. I mean, no, but my point is, is that there is parking on the street, but there's just not a whole lot of it. Uh, my, uh, any experience I've had a par- of, uh, of, of Capel Street, that those spots are usually all gone. There's usually a kind of a trail of cars when there was cars allowed there going through it. Uh, and But it was moving. It wasn't like they were staying there all day. People were kind yeah. of parking up and driving on, so there was a constant kind of ebb and flow to it. Like. Yeah. So, I, I, like, have you experienced a drop in your business uh, since yeah, this massively. came in? Yeah. <clears throat> And is that because people need cars to buy comics? No, no, we would have people who drop in collections. So say somebody found an attic full of comics, they'd drop them into us, but they'd probably drop in during the week when they weren't busy. Or if they had like a bit of a moment or something, they'd fly in in the afternoon, Yeah, throw off six or seven massive boxes of comics, but now they can't. Yeah. Now you so did... We're it... telling them they have to come in early in the morning or the weekend. And most people at the weekend don't want to come near the city centre because it's more congested as well. Right. Okay. And so, the, like, so in your survey, the survey that, uh, that you conducted now, 
Dublin City Council conducted their own survey and got seemed to get quite a different result. But you surveyed um, uh, um, 187, uh, 140 businesses took part. 52% said the traffic ban had a negative effect uh, on their yep. business. So, you know, just a, a, a little more than half. Uh, that's a significant number. Did like, but can you kind of, I don't know if it's possible to do survey people who are walking up and down the street who might find it, who might have a completely different experience of that now. Yeah, well, the, the general public consensus is it's a great thing because it's nice to walk down when you're walking down for five minutes. You have a little look and off you go. It's, it's the people who are living and breathing on the street who are having the issue. The people who are here Monday to Friday when people aren't walking around. Yeah, is there is there some sort of accommodation you could perhaps come to in terms of things like delivery or, you know, if, if people... We've been trying. Use... We, we have been trying, but like even one of the businesses across the road from us, Heroes Cafe, we were told we could use our own personal vehicles because a lot of the people on the street don't have private commercial vehicles to use their own cars to get the delivery in. We were told we could use our own vehicles. And the owner of the shop, Anthony, parked up where he was allowed, went into his shop with a couple of crates of water, and by the time he came out, there was a clamber putting up his vehicle, and we had to actually argue with the guy. But he was told he had instruction by the council to take any vehicle that wasn't, or there was a public vehicle that wasn't a private-use vehicle away, even though we had concessions we were told we were allowed to have. Mm. So there's, they, did, they didn't say there was some kind of system where you could have a, a pass or something stuck in your windscreen to kind of show you were allowed to drive down there as a shop owner. No, we've asked for that. We've asked for that. And that's, that's the problem. Like 70% of the businesses that we surveyed, it was an impartial survey, so we didn't go in saying like negative stuff. We went in and asked for their opinions first and then we talked to people to see what their actual like proper opinion was. But they, 70% of the businesses that we surveyed of the 140 that responded hadn't been consulted by the council at all. They had just assumed that the trial worked grand, roll it out every day of the week. Right, so when... And when, that's the issue. Okay, so when it was rolled out, did they, did they even tell you in advance that that was going to happen? Nope. Oh, they did, actually, sorry. There was um, a consultation period. I can't remember the exact dates, but I think that was, like, say, from the first to second week of the month. Then the third week, construction started. So that would give you an idea how the consultation period actually was. It wasn't really a consultation. They were doing it. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, obviously, because it sounds. Tell, correct me if I'm wrong, Doc. That, that the businesses there aren't per se against pedestrianisation, but just that some of the unfortunate side effects of it. Exactly. None of the businesses that I talked to were against it. Everybody thinks it's a good idea if it's done correctly. The problem is it's been done ad hoc, and they're basically fixing stuff as they go. But the problem is we're going to be losing about thirty percent of the businesses who aren't like you know of the hospitality sector by the end of the year. Like there's a charity shop that's closing up as well. Yeah, because that, that, they can't get people because they would get people who drop off stuff. They can't drop stuff off. And presumably, then the hospitality businesses there have done well out of this. Some have, not all. Like I said, there's a place called the Coffee Bean that's just off Capel Street. They can't get deliveries. God, even if there was a sis and. <laughs> That's kind of, it doesn't reflect very well on people doing deliveries that, that they uh, would be so unaccommodating about that. Well, it's not their fault, you see, because they're given, um, the council gave us, like, I think it's three loading bay areas for the entirety of Capel Street, whereas people would normally pull up outside a business and drop stuff off. Now they have to pull up in one of the designated spots and get a loading truck or a pallet truck, or whatever, and get down to the business and get back. So a two-minute delivery could now take 10, 15 minutes, depending on how many other trucks are there, too. That's what's causing the issue. Right. Okay. Uh, and you could it's be... compounded. Ah, right. And you could be at, like, the other end of Capel Street and it could take forever to move the stuff in. Exactly. 
Yeah. <clears throat> like our drivers now, some of my drivers are a bit unscrupulous and they're parked illegally to throw the stuff in across to us. Mm. But that's the only way they can do it. Otherwise, they have to queue up. And <clears throat> essentially, we're at the top of Cable Street. So they have to drive down by Sydney World, go up onto Bolton Street, back up around and halfway back up Cable Street and turn in to bring it down on foot and then go back up and all the way around again. Now, now, and going back yeah. Oh God! No, you, well, like you've done this survey, and and, and obviously to, to kind of draw attention to uh, to this particular situation. Have you heard anything from Dublin City Council? Do you hope to hear anything from Dublin City Council? Yeah, no, I've, I've actually been talking to to Carl Mitchell, and Carl, Carl's been great. He's been very accommodating, <clears throat> um, and I've talked, we had a couple of meetings with him. But it's just everything is being done ad hoc. There was no proper consultation. There was no proper like plans to see how it affects the business. They did a general public consultation that anyone in the whole country could vote on and they went by that going everybody thinks it's great let's do it not realising the people who are affected by it Doc we wish you well in sorting this one out and thanks very much for speaking with us today that was Doc Housemans there from Dublin City Comics on Capel Street in Dublin now uh, let's see what's in the cash machine today